listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The perseverance of a rebel, I drop heavier levels, is unseen to her. A king with words, can't knock the hustle, but I've seen street dreams defer. Dark spots in my mind where the scene occur. Some say I'm too deep, I'm in too deep to sleep. Through me, Muhammad will forever speak. Greek brothers with handshakes and ghetto landscapes, where a man is determined by how much a man make. Cop cognacs and spit old raps with young cats with cigarettes in their ear. Niggerish they appear hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and Karen. we're in the house on a sunday just me and you just doing it kicking it um and uh you can find us on itunes and stitcher you can uh you know leave us five star reviews on there i mean why wouldn't you to be honest i mean you some kind of asshole um leave us five star reviews and uh we read them on the show if we like them uh the uh website is the blackoutist.com the newly redesigned blackoutist.com uh done by girl angelica yes um and you can check her out angelicadesign.com that's a-e-j-e-l-i-c-k i I mean i-c-a i-c-k uh i-c-a design.com and um yeah man you know if you guys need a website hooked up something of that nature um you know holler at angelica Mm -hmm. um because she hooked us up and uh people have been gushing over the website is uh fluid it's neat yes uh it has a clean look to it yes um you know uh, people have just been like taking pictures of it like look at this you know <laughs> hitting me up on twitter giving me credit and i was like i didn't do anything this is all angelica coming in and putting that expert eye on what we uh have at the site and being like this is what needs to go this is what needs to change and uh you know she got us looking good man and of course all the premium stuff still works for everybody mm-hmm. um like it's nothing with that so um you know it's just a smooth transition and uh painless for us yes because it was know. all behind the scenes yeah you go to people's websites all the time and they don't look good they don't look professional they don't look well done and right. it makes you turn away like i don't want to you know how good can this podcast be if you know they still got you know all kinds of messed up stuff on it on their website well here's a way to get it cleaned up if you ever been worrying about that so it doesn't look cluttered yeah yeah it's not cluttered at all uh which you know these are major issues for um for me um but you know i feel like uh sometimes you just worry about your shit working right more than more, out. more than anything else and it really wasn't like cluttered before she just kind of it's like a wrinkled piece of paper she just ironed it out mm-hmm. um so yeah um she is uh trying to get her word for her services out there and she's running a contest for a free site design package um if you guys want to enter the contest you go to angelicadesign.com slash contest remember that's angelica with a j okay um and uh she will uh you know you can get registered for that free contest Mm -hmm. see if you can get your site design you know get it redesigned for free and then uh you know look at her site and see how smooth it is and and look at our site and see how smooth it is and uh you know get some of that in your life um let's see man we we that's actually not a sponsor that's just 
uh she just was that cool mm-hmm. um as yeah. Far- <laughs> yeah uh but uh as far as um other stuff going on of course um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is a very rare triple sponsored podcast Woo-hoo! that's right um first and foremost uh this podcast is brought to you by bevel mm-hmm uh bevel is the first and only shaving system designed as uh, specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps don't you want to let them out of your life you know you don't need to hold on to that baggage uh, uh step up your shave game uh by going to getbevel.com and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com also, we're sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. Guys, go on iTunes. Check out our audio play album. It's called The Best of Rod and Karen. Mm-hmm. It's a very simple name, but some very funny skits. Um, the Best of Rod and Karen on iTunes. Check it out. Download it. Buy it. Leave us a five-star review. We got some pretty funny skits on there. Some of the newer stuff that's coming out directly uh, ties into that older stuff because it's like a progression of the story and progression right. of the characters mm-hmm. so if you guys really want to enjoy us you know playing uh some pretty funny voice acting <laughs> uh work you guys uh, should check out the best of Ryder karen all kinds of friends of the podcast and friends of the show are on there as well yes yes and for those of you just listening that don't like my voice for let you know when i went to did the audio play they said that i did excellent that's right uh she did do excellent and uh it was a it was a fun time we had a great time with dexter and all them mm-hmm. uh and then of course um we also have a sexier sponsor for our third sponsor see if i can find um some sexy music oh you know what let's go with this that's right guys got some sexy sexy stuff for you guys with adam and eve Mm-hmm. are you getting enough would you like more what kind of person wouldn't like more is something wrong with you hmm? well you can get more at adam and eve because they want to give you 10 count them 10 free gifts first they give you a sexy little surprise for her secondly some for him third little something that y'all both can enjoy plus six full length adult movies on dvd and number 10 is free shipping that's right i know you can count you were going that's only nine rod well number 10 is free shipping so what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts it's really easy you go to adamandeve.com you pick out one item uh doesn't matter what it is okay just one item um it could be adventurous new toys sexy piece of lingerie anything you desire then you put in code TBGWT at checkout and you get 10 free gifts. Okay, go check out adamandeve.com today. Select one item, get 10 free gifts, including free shipping with your, uh, in an offer code TBGWT. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. I just love the way you 
If that was an act that Bootsy was talking like that all the time. Mm-hmm. If it was, it was a real good one. Yeah. Anyway, like you play spades with him or cards or dominoes. Dominoes, baby. Stop talking like that, Bootsy. Talking like what? Talking like that. I'm not talking like anything, baby. I know, right? Bootsy, I know you don't talk like that. I talk like this all the time, baby. This is me. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm just grooving, baby. Like, come on, Boosie. <laughs> it's 2015, sir. I need you to be serious. I am serious, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, we have all kinds of news and stuff to cover. Um, you know, uh, we took a couple, you know, took a day off or whatever um, from covering stuff. And then stuff keeps happening. It's like you never really can catch up. Because uh, nobody will keep, you know, quiet long enough for us to do that. Um, but uh, whatever, you know, we're just going to do what we typically do anyway. Um, I guess we should start with uh, the thing that we all kind of hate starting with these days. Um, the Kazi Show. <laughs> So there's all kinds of Cosby news. <clears throat> so so uh, I was talking about Judd Apatow and um you know how he's been going in on Cosby and everybody's not really sure why or whatever. And so there was one dude that was just a new listener to the podcast. He was like uh on Twitter and he was like, "Yeah, but you don't see him talking about Woody Allen like that." So I googled Judd Apatow, Woody Allen. And Judd Apatow said, uh, basically, it came up with an article, Mediate.com, easier to ignore Woody Allen's one accuser than Bill Cosby's 40, Judd Apatow. Now, you have to actually read the quote because the headline's a little bit misleading. Right. But um, he was uh, doing his media tour to promote his new book, Sick in the Head, Conversations About Life and Comedy, and movie, Trainwreck. Uh, he continued on Tuesday with the publication of Jonah Weiner's extended interview in Rolling Stone. And as it always does, uh, it ended up on his ongoing criticism of Bill Cosby. But this time, this interview framed the question a new way. Why do you think the sexual assault charges finally stuck against Cosby in the realm of public opinion in a way that they didn't stick with, say, Woody Allen when his daughter uh, Dylan asserted uh, repeatedly that he molested her? In both instances, new information about decades-old sexual assault rumors emerged with alleged victims speaking out against the legendary comedians. In Woody Allen's case, his daughter, Dylan Farrell, spoke out for the first time last year about her father's alleged molestation of her uh, that she says occurred when she was seven years old. Through a representative, Allen vigorously denied those allegations. But for Cosby, there's, just, there's not just one accuser there, but there are more than 40 women. 
who have uh, all gone public with similar stories over the past year about how the comedian drugged and raped them under the guise of providing professional support and in the recently unveiled 2005 deposition he actually admitted to obtaining quaaludes to sleep with young women mm-hmm. um why'd that why'd that pop up shrink yeah. okay there we go um so he says uh Apatow says i think people don't seem to want to believe women who are attacked i don't know if it's that we just don't want to believe terrible things happen especially when people we love are accused like how can my favorite person in the world do it it's much easier not to believe the accuser he told rolling stone with cosby for a while people were thinking they're all gold diggers and at some point uh enough women came forward that the world knows it's happening that he clearly that he is clearly some sort of sociopath with woody allen you can't compare all the cases but the sheer numbers affected it's very sad when someone like dylan comes forward and doesn't get the level of support she deserves but it might be easier to try to ignore her than it is to ignore all the women who accuse kazi so i don't think anything's wrong with that quote i think that's pretty much what happened right like people ignored her because it was like well it's just one person we really like woody allen i mean you know the people in those circles mm-hmm. we really like woody allen and his he movies makes money <laughs> he writes women so well quote unquote mm-hmm. so it's just easy to be like yeah um this isn't the same as Kazi. he can keep working um so keep he says obviously huh i said yep and keep writing and directing obviously you have to make sure things are true everything everyone says is a true avatar added but if you don't believe women or take the accusations very very seriously women will not speak up and if women don't speak up more women will be raped so it's really all about preventing other people from getting hurt because cosby's on tour ignoring all the victims is a signal to other victims that when you speak up people will not take care of you and do something about it right um there you go and it's very frustrating when you talk about situations like this because people want it both ways it's like either way it's the victim's fault mm-hmm. why you come out now why didn't you come out then you know it's like it don't it don't matter when i come out i'm to blame so it's like as a victim if you want to come out you really have to have a i don't really care what you say attitude which is very hard to do once you've been victimized um but you almost have to get to that point if you really want your voice heard because most people ignore you even families and close friends mm-hmm um but yeah that dude was like he don't even talk about it then then when he saw the title it's like oh so he trying to say we shouldn't believe dylan i was like did you read the quote of course he didn't and then it was like oh okay i'll just cut and then of course i never heard from him again oh, you know how it how is it goes. Yeah. nobody's ever wrong on twitter nobody ever can come back and be like my bad that's not what was said i i jumped the gun on that you know uh i don't and i don't even know what the i mean i guess i understand you want to you don't trust it you think race plays a part and he'll be vocal against black rapists but not a white rapist but Kazi is so prolific at this point it's like no doubt left for people right so you know even comparing him to any other person that you think did one rape is going to be hard to even ben roethlisberger you would be harder to make a case against him than cosby um yeah he's raped multiple women too um andrea pacer pacer p-e-y-s-e-r i feel like we read something from her before that was problematic uh is the best way i would describe it but she talked about i want to say she's the one who wrote this article about how uh, a lot of what people consider rape now is just a misunderstanding and it's awkward sex 
did we read her that on the show or did i just read that in my personal life and i i don't remember okay i might have i might have read that in my personal life and decided it wasn't good enough for the show um but um yeah i thought that i thought that that's why she wrote that um i mean i think that she wrote something like that um anyway so she wrote a piece called uh is bill cosby really a rapist or has the definition changed is what is on the um you know what they when you go to the website the earl uh-huh that's what it says in the earl now the actual title is i have my doubts bill cosby's a rapist oh so the earl is probably what the original article was titled right right bill cosby is a lousy husband and possible sex addict but is he a rapist i have my doubts so uh, I, have, I have a question with what you said before has the definition of bill cosby changed or has the definition of rape changed uh i right i don't know okay I, i'm just asking maybe the definition of bill cosby has changed apparently so is bill cosby 78 so diabolically creepy that he secretly slipped quaaludes into the mouths of his alleged victims as even president obama suggests perhaps but i'm starting to think that cosby's quote-unquote crimes were not rapes but high pressure seductions this may be female heresy Still, I wonder if some, if not most, or maybe all of the dozens of women who claim Cosby attempted or completed sexual assaults against them dating back as far as the 1960s swallowed drugs willingly before the encounters. Now, keep in mind, in a deposition, he said he unknowingly put this stuff in there and targeted these young women. Right, so they had no idea that they didn't know. Mm -hmm. He purposely put it in there for them to, to, to know about and it may not matter most of Cosby's illicit activities would be considered sex crimes according to today's feminist written definition of rape off with his head and other body parts but not long ago society looked at rape differently is she wistfully looking back at rape apparently so like that people look back at racism oh Oh, how it was better so back then when the negroes were slaves and we could beat and whip them and the confederate flag waved high Oh, how I wish for the days. Yep. Where me, the lady that's writing this article, wouldn't fucking have a goddamn job, would would be illiterate, and would be dumb, would be at home raising children. Mm-hmm. I just like that she just sat there and was like, yep. I remember back These in my day. These were the days. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you, woman? You're like, yep, back in my days, I do remember when I used to oh i remember when a rape was a real rape you know i remember when women didn't have no rights when a man would just jump out the bushes and slap you upside the head with a rock and just take it yeah there was nothing you could do about it you kids and your newfangled rape if that's what you want to call it these days no i didn't consent look at me whoop to do you just you're my friend rape oh you know what we call date rape back in my day a date that's what we called it. Ah, 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 ah. Now look at you walking around with all these newfangled rights and definitions, sitting around. All <laughs> oh, you whippersnappers trying to define rape again, letting women define rape for themselves. Ugh. Mm. Only a man can define what a rape is. Yeah, we all know this. Only a man. I. You know how I knew when I was raped when the man told me at the end. He said, "You've been raped," and I said, "Oh." Ah, ah. 
i thought this was just regular sex right that's how i knew i thought it was a tuesday right not the beating and the punching and the cutting Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. that is not defined as rape i remember all the high pressure seductions that led to so many light-skinned black people Mm. oh the days of southern high pressure seduction Mm -hmm. when they had people working and picking cotton in those high pressure jobs that's what we used to call it high pressure employment you call it slavery but (laughs) i call it high pressure employment okay it was life or death on those fields Mm -hmm. oh the 1840s what a time um so yeah (laughs) she says um but not long ago so yeah okay so if a woman uh and this is was mainly about women knowingly took drugs or drank alcohol before engaging in sex and then for whatever reason shame guilt or seeing prince charming turn into a fraud by the light of day that the lady regretted her tacit agreement to engage in sexual activity she would just have to live with her stupid decision that has changed following keep in mind she keeps saying by the way this is one of the things i really fucking hate and this happens on the internet a lot this happened in that facebook thread about caitlin jenner on our page i fucking hate people that go well if it wasn't for the facts i'm gonna just ignore that and say if it was this way it'd be different but we know he gave it to him unknowingly mm-hmm. we know by the account of 40 something women that they said he gave it to us unknowingly he said it. we know from his deposition that he gave it to him unknowingly why are you allowed to go and write an entire fucking piece based off of the fact that you go well if he gave it to him knowingly that's different if they knew that they took those drugs that's different that's not what happened though so what are we talking about also if he would have just not touched them put them in the car and sent them home that also wouldn't have been right but those are the things that did not happen right um so yeah um that has changed following california's lead new york governor andrew cuomo decided that this year signed uh this year signed the so-called enough is enough law to combat sexual assault on public and private college and university campuses yo republicans hate this shit they are really fighting the definition of rape because of this like just because democrats were like yo can you stop raping on college campuses they are like what is a rape i mean who can say who's been raped anyway among other things the measure states that anyone on a new york state campus of any gender who engages in sex while drunk drugged or even unconscious or asleep is incapable of giving consent this means that someone who has sex with a zonked person even if that partner deliberately got hired drunk to get in the mood they run the risk of being accused of a sex crime here's the thing uh, i don't think you understood that has always been the case right there's never been a time where you did not run the risk of being accused of a sex crime that's kind of the thing you know like that there's really like i don't know why it's like well now that it's written down what are we gonna do and the thing is uh men majority of men commit rape against women and i know there's other kinds of sexual assaults you know rapes but in just your standard rape which is a man assaulting a woman i don't understand why a man for his own safety would be like oh you ain't in your right mind i don't want to fuck you you know i don't want to be accused of some shit right for if nothing else to, for his own preservation own right. right the president weighed in on kazi gate saying if you give a woman or a man for that matter without his or her knowledge of drug and then have sex with that person without consent that's rape he said after being asked if kazi's presidential medal of freedom award in 2012 only 2002 could be stripped 
from him he said there was no president precedent for revo- revoking the medal but he said and i think this country any civilized country should have no tolerance for rape but what is rape obama implied that kazi gave drugs to women without the recipient's knowledge which has not been proven what is rape kazi has never been charged with the crime and denies any wrongdoing kazi's wife of 51 years and business manager um camille 71 has doubled down on her defense of her man and and product according to a report in the post by journalist stacy brown this happened after a judge released a transcript of 2005 deposition in a now settled civil suit sec, uh, civil sexual assault case in it the comedian admitted that he obtained prescriptions for not the now banned uh sedatives quaalude um intending to give the drug to women with whom he wanted to have sex he copped to giving quaaludes to one 19 year old woman he betted but insisted she knew what she was taking he said the sex is consensual asked in the deposition he ever drug women without the knowledge Kazi's lawyer objected to the question he never answered well then he must not have did it camille still doesn't believe that bill provided drugs and had sex with women without their consent she's well aware of the cheating but she doesn't believe that her husband's a rapist a Kazi family employee told brown um uh, everyone took quaaludes in the 70s he didn't shove pills down anyone's throat said sandy kane a former stripper and comedian who earns tips from tourists who take her picture in times square as a naked cowgirl told me kane says she, she had a consensual quickie with cars in los angeles in 1970s or early 80s when she was on a quaalude and eagerly swallowed another half pill he gave her he was a handsome man a star he was just a doll said kane who plays guitar wearing a bikini bottom cowboy hat and boots plus red and white and blue pasties in the shape of marijuana leaves on her nipples as far as i'm concerned he's the victim here here's the thing why is her word good in this article but the testimony of 40 women wouldn't be like this one woman's like oh well she said it guys oh obviously he didn't do anything um so she basically said uh it depends on how you define um sexual assault why are we wanting to redefine these definitions Mm -hmm. yep so uh see and then uh more stuff came out from his deposition uh the new york times got a hold of it mm-hmm. that's why they was fighting so hard about not letting that shit be public because it'll be embarrassing right yeah well it is public um you know um apparently uh even you know even if would you took the rape out of it i think what a lot of people thought was going on no matter what um uh, was definitely going on he was seducing um young women who were needed mentoring or help in their career and by promising them mentorship and shit right and didn't give them shit yeah he was not above seducing a young model by showing interest in her father's cancer he promised other women his mentorship and career advice before pushing them for sex acts he tried to use financial sleight of hand to keep his wife from finding out about his serial philandering he admitted to all of this and more over four days of intense questioning 10 years ago in a philadelphia hotel where he defended himself in a deposition for a lawsuit filed by a young woman who accused him of drugging and molesting her 
even as mr kazi denied he was a sexual predator who assaulted many women he presented himself in the deposition as an unapologetic cavalier playboy someone who used a combination of fame apparent concern and powerful sedatives in a calculated pursuit of young women a profile at odds with the popular image he's so long enjoyed that of a father figure and a public moralist and a deposition with Mr. Kazi has for years managed to keep private but was obtained by the New York Times. The entertainer comes across as alternatively annoyed, mocking, and occasionally charming, and sometimes boastful, even blithely or blithely, uh, describing sexual encounters in graphic detail. He talked uh, of the 19-year-old aspiring I'm model. He can remember because they the fuck show can't. Mm-hmm. He's talked to the 19-year-old aspiring model who sent him her poem and ended up on his sofa where Mr. Kazi said she pleasured him with lotion. He spoke with a casual disregard that ended a relationship with another model so he could pursue other women. Moving on, he said, he suggested he was skilled in picking up nonverbal cues that signal women's consent. Women's consent. I think I'm a pretty decent reader of people and their emotions in these romantic sexual things, whatever you want to call them, he said. Through it all, his manner was largely one of casual indifference. At one point in the first day of questioning, Dolores R. Triani, the lawyer for the plaintiff in the case, Andrea Constant, a young woman who worked at Temple University as a basketball manager, seemed struck by Mr. Kazi's jocular manner. I think you're making light of a very serious situation to which Mr. Kazi replied, that may very well be. Interest, interest in Mr. Kazi's deposition grew this month when a federal judge unsealed the 62-page memorandum memorandum uh which had been settled in 2006 the memorandum contained excerpts from the deposition including mr Kazi's acknowledgement that he had obtained quaaludes as part of his efforts to have sex with women the parties have been prohibited from releasing the memorandum because of the confidentiality clause that was part of the settlement agreement but the deposition itself was never sealed this month miss constance lawyer asked the court to lift the confidentiality clause so her client would be free to release the nearly 1,000 page deposition transcript, the Times latter learned that the transcript was already publicly available through a court reporting service. Wow. Uh, Mr. Kazi has never been charged with a crime. You know, we already know that. Um, there's civil claims, uh, three suits where women filed civil claims against them. We already know that. Um, so, yeah. Um,. Let's see, there was something else. Uh, oh, he first spotted her at Temple University in the early 2000s. Mr. Kazi said he felt romantic interest and immediately uh, said she's looking good and began a relationship that led in, in his telling to dinners and more. Asked how he wooed her, Mr. Kazi, had been, uh, who had been married since 1964, responded, invited her to my house, talking to her about personal situations, dealing with her life, growth, education. He painted his relationship with Miss Constant as one of mentor and mentee, casting himself in the role of an experienced guy, offering her the benefit of his contact, fame, and experience. At, the t- at times, he described becoming frustrated after Miss Constant failed to follow his advice, such as when he wanted her to pursue her interest in sports broadcasting by calling someone, and she did not. Here's a mentor, Bill Cosby, who was in the business, Bill Cosby, who happens to know something about what to do, and Andre is not picking up on it, he said. Miss Constant ultimately went to the police to complain to Mr. Uh, Mr. Cosby's behavior, but in his telling, his seduction was one of persistence and patience. Early on in the courtship, he arranged an intimate meal along with her, his Pennsylvania home, complete with cognac, dim lights, and a fire. He said at one point, he led her to his back porch out of out of sight from his chef. I take her hair, pull it back. I have her face like this. He says, "I'm talking to her, and I talk to her about relaxing, being strong." And I said to her, "Come in," meaning her body. 
but the two remain inches apart he said he did not try to kiss her because he did not sense she wanted him to nevertheless at the next dinner he said they had what he described as a sexual moment short of intercourse he described her afterward as having a glow it's expounding oh, your sperm what's happening here <laughs> Expounding on his philosophy about sex, Mr. Cosby said he tended to refrain from intercourse because he did not want women to fall in love with him. To him, he said, the act of sexual intercourse is something that I feel the woman will succumb to more of a romance and more of a feeling, not love, but it's deeper than a playful sensation situation. As far as he and Miss Constant went, he said they were playing sex, were playing, petting, were playing was he in love with her no yet the association endured for a few years until one night at his pennsylvania home when miss constant said mr Cosby drugged and molested her yeah it and a goes. lot of these women would have had mm-hmm. consensual sex with him like i was just like this is not something he had well I, it do. doesn't sound like he likes that and that's the, then that's I mean, the just, thing right yeah, it don't sound like he, he likes that yeah a lot of these women that's why i think a lot of people that defend him that's why they can't understand is they in their mind like well, he wouldn't have to do that. So, what, what are y'all talking about? Nah, it's like that's his kink. That's his thing. That's yeah, what he likes like, to yeah, do. Yeah, that's that's his that's his shit. Like, right. I don't know what to tell you. I would, I don't understand it either. I think you know, I don't, I I can't relate to wanting to do that to somebody either. But that's that's his fucking pleasure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, regular news. Um, all kinds of stuff is happening here as well. Uh, Donald Trump. Uh, has questioned John McCain's heroism. He said, uh, McCain, he's not a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured. What? That statement makes no sense. So, uh, uh, he said he's a war hero because he was captured. I like people who weren't captured. Perhaps he's a war hero. Um, I, I mean, the thing is, if you're president, you're going to be president of all the troops. All of them. And some troops might get captured. Mm-hmm. And you don't consider them a hero. Yeah. All right. For this country, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, and um, people that are veterans and currently mm-hmm. in the military, they vote too, right? Don't they? Don't the people vote too? Somehow this dude's still leading, okay. but yeah, they vote. Oh, okay, I just wanted to be sure that they vote too. Okay. But, you know, he lost. So I never liked him as much after that, because I don't like losers. But, but Frank, Frank, let me get hero. to it. He he's hit me. Hero. He's not a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. Do you agree with that? He's a war hero because he was captured, okay? You can have, and I believe perhaps he's a war hero, but but right now he said some very bad things about a lot of people. So what I said. There's no fucking way we can let this guy be president. No, because the the thing about it is like, I'm not trying to find it right now. The dumbasses are are voting right now. Mm -hmm. But when it's time to like narrow it down and y'all start going up for debates and people start asking real questions and more of the middle to middle people start, you know, deciding where their votes go. There's no way he makes it out. Like, like, 
it's just one of those things where if he make it out i'm it's one of those things where you go what the fuck is wrong with our motherfucking country yeah it's amazing um let's see what else is happening uh oh apparently um rapper young thug who uh you know was accused of threatening to shoot up mall security the other day okay um and arrested well part of the issue with that arrest is that he is accused of um a conspiracy to kill Lil wayne oh mm-hmm uh apparently indictment i mean for, damn i mean i know his rap you know kind of fell off the past few years but shit it ain't worth killing him uh apparently there's an indictment from june that alleges williams and another rapper named brian williams aka birdman oh the real birdman birdman oh oh so birdman Lil wayne didn't know they've been falling out about their kids Nicki minaj and drake talking about that that birdman yeah okay ever since they kissed they ain't been the same it ain't never been the same uh they were involved in a rico conspiracy to kill Lil wayne when his tour bus was shot up in april wow Mm-hmm. shots fired yeah somebody don't want to get up off that money um which i mean that's that's scary as fuck right y'all was gonna kill that nigga because he wanted to leave the label is it that serious i mean that's some like diabolical puff daddy big shit right that's some death row shit ain't it mm-hmm killing we killing niggas right over legally doing some shit today you know got the right to do if they don't want to be there no more ball alert had the inside scoop oh this gonna be good up until the tour bus shooting i considered the grievance between lil wayne and birdman to be bad business it wasn't obligatory i screwed your girl you said i couldn't rap you not as hard as you claim allegations that started infamous rap uh beefs it appeared to be the standard we have contracts and you aren't fulfilling your obligations complaints that many proprietors of business endure uh like many the legal system was set up to handle the complaint uh however the 17 page 30 30 count indictment alleges otherwise according to the indictment oh great scroll to the bottom um uh, get back to the top okay so um now we're too far great got that little delay yeah shout out the ball alert making me look bad on the air um okay so uh according to the indictment jimmy carlton winfrey is facing a laundry list of charges including three counts of rico multiple counts of violation of street gang terrorism and prevention act and aggravated assault among other charges what's three counts of rico rico is racketeering that's like that conspiracy to murder somebody like when you involve multiple parties and there's a plan and a plot to do something i was about to say i didn't know it was a crime called rico i was like god damn yeah um the indictment alleges that wayne's tour bus shooting wasn't random allegedly birdman and young thug were involved to some extent the indictment does doesn't explicitly state that the aforementioned gave the orders to winfrey to carry out but several notations are made alleging the winfrey place calls the phones owned by birdman and young thug leading up to and after the shooting according to the document winfrey left the vault in 2015 in a white camaro i mean in a 2015 white camaro and did in fact show up 
at the compound where wayne had a performance um on april 26 2015 atlanta police saw the assault rifle in an effort to prevent the incident apd escorted wayne and his entourage away from the compound winfrey fled the scene after apd attempted to detain him police detail escorted wayne's two buses uh on 285 where the lieutenant observed a white chevrolet camaro traveling at a high rate of speed in the direction of the tour buses it will be after the discontinuation of the apd's escort said camaro would pull the camaro would pull beside the buses and pump them full of bullets when when the tour bus will finally meet the apd in the mandarin oriental hotel it is alleged that winfrey's still on the phone owned by birdman drove to the mandarin oriental hotel winfrey would later hide the camaro at a relative's house only for it to be discovered later by police man this is such a nigga crime right could you be less accurate you shot up a bus with a gun from a moving car like no way you can know if you would kill that dude the indictment mentions the halftime video and young thug statement of pulling up in a little up to little woldy and popping him in the noggin why is this of importance according to the indictment wayne was referenced as little woldy early on in his career also if you know new orleans culture woldy is a term used in reference to people but by the by default the reference in young thugs bars leads one to believe that he was referring to wayne as it was once a nickname of some sorts for wayne it also refers to wayne's origin who is winfrey apparently he is a member of the ysl sector of bloods in the area atlanta of atlanta and he also appears in the halftime video damn oh uh so yeah that's crazy that is that is nuts i mean i mean i understand you know people saying you know the way's music ain't good no more he come out there with goddamn leprechaun leggings on but shit he don't deserve this yeah kill a little wayne right it ain't that serious dog man i know he's a shit toilet but ain't no need to do him like this right um also that is the sloppiest assassination plot of all time right and you know what i would hate to be the family member that he parked that vehicle at especially if you didn't know a goddamn thing about it and the police pull up talking about uh you want to arrest for what for a vehicle what vehicle that vehicle right there i ain't no shit about that vehicle a video has emerged of queen elizabeth ii giving the nazi salute as a child this was 1933 or 1934 how old is that woman her and her mama could be seen in the video giving the nazi salute and the statement buckingham palace said that it was disappointed that the film had been published and raised questions over how it had been obtained at all <laughs> hey forget the internet man somebody somebody had that photo and held on to that shit for years yeah the defense wasn't that she didn't do it by the way yeah it's like why lie ain't no reason in line about like, it it's her but it was you know how y'all get it uh, apparently it came from a family archive we are not using it to suggest any impropriety on behalf of them the son uh which is the paper that got it uh uh the editor stig abel told the bbc referring to the queen a child at the time and her mother who was also seen to give a salute but it's important and interesting issue the extent to which british aristocracy 
uh notably edward the eighth in this case in the night in the 1930s were sympathetic towards fascism uh that must be a matter of national and public interest to discuss and i think this video and this footage animates that very quickly he said i think this is a piece of social history one of the most significant events in our country's history the second world war the rise of nazism one of the most pernicious movements in human history and i think one is entitled to have a look at some of the background to it man what about the people who go um yeah dog uh i'm here and uh yeah i understand you're mcqueen and shit but uh you don't you know i'm not cool with that dog yep yeah what what about the the people that look at that and go that shit is racist <laughs> mm-hmm. okay i just i just want to be sure i mean what can you do i mean ain't too much you can do about it but at least you can go oh okay shit makes sense now um let's see what else um oh ta-nehisi coates came out with his book uh between the world and me and everybody's critiquing it and reading it i just read the first chapter this morning um which is like a letter to his son who's like 14 years old and it's kind of written in the same style as james Baldwin, uh the fire next time um pretty compelling read um and of course he's got critics all around cornell west is shitting on the book because apparently it doesn't talk enough shit about obama (laughs) i could not make this up (laughs) tony morrison thinks you know this is a really good book and she said like you know it kind of puts him in the same lane as you know the successor to james baldwin in a way and which is you know brought on its own criticism because that's big words people are, coming from her right and people are looking at it like uh-uh how you gonna um <laughs> you know like how you gonna say that and then of course you know there's a white columnist that wrote an article about reading this why white and why it's so hard and difficult and why he doesn't like it and basically prefers to, to code himself in the sentimentality of nostalgia of what the real america is instead of what mm-hmm. tana Coates kind of reveals it to be from his perspective and his upbringing um the root there was a piece where it was like his narrative doesn't include black women enough um which i you know i i it's not like i expected that much in a personal story from him to his son right but we'll see where it goes i'm only done with the first chapter i thought he had plenty of women quote-unquote characters you know people in his life that he wrote about in there but i just don't know that any man is gonna write a satisfactory um personal story that also it will satisfactorily cover the voices of black women in his life right and then you have some black women that i don't care if it's not coming from them they i'm not trying to find it's not coming from them or for somebody that looks like them like a lot of people do in these groups they're like fuck you and there's a lot of you know black women that i like like that like you know if you talk about something and you and we talked about this it's one of those things where it you can't have it both ways if this is not his perspective and he talks about it and it's fucked up you're gonna be mad okay yep then if he talks about it and he don't talk about it at all you're gonna be mad 
so it is one of those things where you just have a demographic of black women they're just gonna be mad no matter what you do they just cannot be satisfied and it's just one of those things where there's uh, so much hurt right and there's such a rift between black women and black men at this point that well-meaning or not it doesn't i don't think it really matters mm-hmm. um like the issue i had with some of the critique around it is more that i feel like sometimes because of what's been done to us as a race we put ourselves in this box where whoever quote-unquote gets on has to put on for everybody right and it can't be the and i don't think everybody. i don't think that's possible you know i just fair. don't like some because blackness is such an experience that is so very someone will always be left out mm-hmm. and you know if it's a male then you know I, and it wasn't just women i saw somebody said hey what about the black trans experience you don't even really talk right. about that in your book and it's like to to the one extent i agree that you know the that that maybe that perspective's not in there enough but to the other extent i don't know that he's the guy to talk about that right and i don't know that i would want that person to talk about that i, I will the the problem is always with this shit is we need a dearth of black voices we need a dearth of voices we just mm-hmm. we like it's kind of like expecting kevin hart to do hannibal burst material dave Chappelle material and um you know uh donald glover material at the same time where it's like that's that that that's now it's just unfair to him or when right. people say well this tyler perry movie is basically still a tyler perry movie i don't like it and you're like right i get it but you do realize tyler perry like when they go why don't tyler perry just give his money to someone else and let them make a movie because it's his money and it's his platform why would anyone do that correct it's what the problem isn't him the problem is we need more than just tyler perry and you know i think once you do that all of a sudden you become sated at some point because it's like okay now um now that you know we get a, a dope and a best man wet holiday and a um selma and um bell and like once we get you know multiple different black experiences beyond the lights like once we get all these experiences now it's like okay when i go to the movie theater i feel like i have a choice the problem with the the, the coach shit is everyone's treating him like the voice of black america and that causes some dissent amongst the ranks because people are like that's not my experience right so he doesn't have a complete voice and what i loved about the root piece and what i took away from him more than anything else because i don't think it was that much that very i don't think it was very critical of him i think people saw the headline and just got really defensive about him but what i took from it was she named about uh six to eight black female writers that i didn't i hadn't read before now i was like okay cool i like let me add these people to my list of perspectives that i would like to read so that i can have you know other things to talk about than to just say ta-nehisi coast a hundred times because i haven't read anything else right which i think is the you know be it the agenda or the real point of what she was trying to say i'm not sure but that's what i took from it was here's some more voices because at any rate it's kind of white supremacy's um fault yes that one voice gets on and then they ask that voice to represent everybody 
it, it to me it would be like if our podcast got to a point where people were like hey um you know your podcast is it, like can you explain how it represents our blackness and i'll be like it doesn't Mm-mm. it just represents me and karen and then people started critiquing us like well they don't talk about the black trans experience enough but they don't talk about the black gay experience enough but they don't talk about the black christian experience enough but they don't t-. and they'd be like well, well those aren't our experiences right you know what i'm saying like while we do love blackness like we can't speak for all of it and speak to all of it with the per with the right amount of depth to make it worthwhile and to give it the credit it deserves you know um he did mention and uh other like female writers like influences um women in his life and stuff in the first chapter so maybe you know but it's three chapters so maybe i only finished one maybe he drops the ball in two and three and then that's when i'll really be like oh my god like how can you be because i i know i you know um he fucked up that rachel dolezal shit mm-hmm. and i was absolutely like yeah he fucked up and there's no defense for that so maybe i'll feel that way at the end of this book but even the the piece i read i read about it didn't feel like they were saying oh there's no defense for this he's terrible blah 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 blah. it was really way more like supportive like it's a great book it's it it's a you know it really is telling it talks a lot about america and racism and structural um you know problems in this country but at the same time it doesn't give enough deference to black women and here are the authors who do that to me there's nothing wrong with that critique and and that's valid and it's just one of those things where a lot of people even black people treat blackness as a monolith and if it and the same thing you know even a lot of black people fall into the kind of the white supremacy standpoint where one one nigga represent all the niggas so all our burdens and all our troubles and all our problems fall on you and that's not fair yeah i was trying to express that on twitter and i like apparently like this is one of those things apparently niggas have been arguing about this before i even read this shit so i just came in and was like you know like i saw a couple tweets about it like man you know he's writing a letter to his son so you know it might not have the most information about black women in there blah 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 and i was like yeah well even expecting that from any person any one black person is kind of accepting this premise of white supremacy that you represent everybody and that's just not that's not fair on on our artists that's not fair on our authors that's not fair on on anybody like no Um, black person should have a responsibility to represent all black people at all times because it's fucked up and it's really just a you're going to fail and it's just a way of kicking black artists being like oh fuck you and then we give freedom to other artists where it's like no 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 no, it's cool that white person they don't have to deal with that kind of responsibility so they can just speak for themselves in their own individual experience right all that being said niggas was like don't even talk about my man like this you know he wrote the definitive experience blah blah blah. i didn't even know all that shit was going on i just read the first couple quotes read the article and was like i don't see what's so bad about what she said and i think even the author of the article understood that no one person was going to be able to tell a whole story about every type of black experience which is why she ends with i want to say like six or seven black authors not to mention the ones she wrote er, she put earlier in not to mention the influences to coach writing that are some women you know 
and and i feel i wish i hadn't even saw that critique to be honest because as i was reading the book i found myself like being like well there's women all throughout this book and like you know what i'm saying like in the first chapter i'm like well he's talking about his mom he's talking about his grandmother he's talking about you know professors he's talking about like all these black women influences in his life not to mention his wife and the girls he dated at howard and stuff but at the same time i was just like i hate that i'm even thinking this shit because i really don't give a fuck you know what i mean like if this is your story this is your story it's not like you open a book and he's like man i was fucking so many hoes like he doesn't do anything disrespectful like that but it's just the pressure to get it all right man like i i don't know i always kind of wonder like if we're putting ourselves in our well not putting ourselves we're not doing it but if there's not like a prison on black art where it's like you didn't represent enough of us man sorry it 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 it, it is and also a lot of people have their own agendas sometimes when people speak out no matter who speaks out and what they're speaking out about people already come with their agendas with and sometimes their agendas don't even be about what the fuck the person talked about but they're going to squeeze their agenda into whatever you're saying to make whatever the thing is about them and a lot of this does stem back to white supremacy because in a lot of that um it's a lot of honestly distrust between black men and black women and because of the distrust between black men and black women a lot of uh and sexism you know, a lot of women are like, well, when shit pops off, y'all always run and put a microphone and praise black men for their books, for their novels, you know, and the one of few black men that do stand up, they're always at the front line. But, you know, a lot of women are like, shit, women work. It's a lot more women doing this shit than men, but they don't get the same praise. They don't get the same accolades. Y'all don't, y'all right. don't, y'all don't constantly push and pump and talk about the best selling woman, you know, African American woman talking about the same things, talking right. about these things, trans women, you know, LGBTQ women. These women are out there too and the thing is um there's something wrong with the system you got the right to be mad and angry and i understand your pain but the problem is that the system needs to be changed and the system needs to allow the diversity versus a lottery spin and this one nigga wins it and all of a sudden you represent everybody that's not fair and i feel like the root did a good like the piece i read anyway did a really good job of saying that in addition to you know like like you said they have an agenda right right but your agenda is your agenda like agendas aren't always bad no they're not so i feel like her agenda was regardless of what the fuck this book is about more people need to pay attention to black writer black female writers Mm -hmm. who are talking about um um who are talking about the black experience yeah you know And, and i think i don't think anything's wrong with that i just think that um it's like that that was her i feel like that was the goal of the piece right more than necessarily a criticism of his book mm-hmm. um because well it's a lot more than baldwin because i read james baldwin all last week uh the fire next time and that was a book where maybe just as a sign of its time it was just kind of steeped in sexism but because i think more because of the era that we were in that he lived in yeah like it was just steeped in like your culture is defined by the men in your culture and the opportunities that the men are able to have you know but i but i read some of that some parts of that where he's like black men were emasculated because the women were the ones working and making money and i'm like i guess in that time 
it was very different because white men's masculinity was measured in the fact that i can have my woman working at home mm-hmm. uh cleaning and cooking and shit and i'm such a man that i can make all the money for the family and black men you can never do that because we would not allow you to make a living wage your women had to come work in our houses and you had to come work in our fields and that you know at the end of the day that might add up enough to both of y'all to make a a, a, a meager living but i like we wouldn't allow your men to have that level of 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 of, of uh privilege or whatever right mm-hmm and i understand that that's his time but i can't help i'm reading it in 2015 so when i read it i was just like so the women had to work you know what i mean like what, what's wrong like what's wrong with your woman making the money dog like you know what i mean but right. that's my 2015 mind reading his 1952 mind or something like that right right and it's not the same right so it's not the same i didn't get the same vibe from coat's work but i did get a lot of you know like a lot of just typical statements like when you say like the black man or this isn't a land of god it's a land of men you know where it's not really trying to say like and not women but that's kind of a cultural thing that we've adapted is talking that way and as always when you talk about race in such depth anything that you miss out or are weak on or or don't cover people are going to be like well why can't you see the nuance in sexuality and sexual orientation and nationality and shit like that with the same level that you see race which i don't think was the focus of the book but that's how people are going to look at it and on his twitter account he welcomed that kind of criticism so i don't feel like a need to protect him from criticism Mm -mm. because i've been critical of him in the past and shit um but i just i i feel a need to kind of be I feel a need to always question the idea of black people having to represent everyone. I don't mind us going, hey, you do know this person doesn't represent anybody, doesn't represent everybody, because I think that's, you know, I feel like that's us telling kind of the world that shit, because Mm -hmm. sometimes I feel like the world tries to make it seem that way. Mm -hmm. But what I don't want it to be is knocking each other down because we don't all represent everybody because that's we're just being human at that point Mm -hmm. and now we're shitting on each other for being human because they're not allowing us enough space to have 75 voices like we need or 100 voices or a thousand or a million voices which is really the answer like Mm -hmm. to me the answer is like it's when i talk when we started podcasting and people and people weren't having other people on their shows one of the reasons that i was like we need to have other people on the show is because i was like we should not be the the representation of blackness to everybody that's stupid right you know what i mean because there's black people i don't agree with but they do a podcast and you should go listen to them because you might not agree with the shit we talk about right or you might want to hear another perspective Mm -hmm. or you know just but what i don't want is to be like the singular black podcast the the blackout tips representing all the blackness Mm -hmm. for everybody i want people to hear other people and be like oh i didn't know so-and-so had a podcast let me go check them out oh i actually like them more than rod and karen um i'm gonna listen to them from now on right and we've had i like that right and we've had that happen and this is one of those things especially when it comes to diversity the thing about diversity is that you have the right to kind of flow through it and pick and choose and go back and forth like you said that artist i mean that writer uh 
from was it the essence of ebony what um the root mm-hmm. um did a good thing when you know she lists the other female writers because honestly from for a lot of people especially i'm not trying to be funny if you're not deep into the reading world or the academic world it's like if it ain't tony morris and a zang which are two different ends of the spectrum you go who are these women so these women voices have got to be out there because a lot of people they just shout 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 and then when you ask them about it nobody can can tell you anything yeah and you know it's you know and for the record like i i'm i'm glad that she wrote the piece just because i i got those new writer like those new authors that i want to go check out now you know i think she ended it yeah barbara Ran- ransby crystal fiemster deborah gray white tamara winfrey harris and of course blair m kelly who uh, i know from twib so mm-hmm. you know i'm glad that she did that because i mean like i said i don't necessarily agree that black people need to represent all of everything for blackness uh, with with some of the people who are critiquing it um and but i do agree that 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 more of the black experience needs to be out there for consumption because it's just not you know and while it's not his fault um it it definitely like he him being up there is an opportunity for other people to be like here are some other names and it's not gonna be nice to him it's not gonna be kind for him but that's what it is you know what i'm saying like it's kind of like the game like him being on the quote-unquote top is also opportunity for people to to have like opinions that's like hey well have you thought about the opinions of these people mm-hmm. you know of course the comments on this article is just a lot of people kind of upset with her for even saying anything but i don't i feel like they didn't read it i don't know don't. i didn't feel like what she said was so was was so fucked up i felt like she was just saying and, other voices um deserve a chance and sometimes with us uh depending on the things i don't want to say we're not as sensitive it's one of the things where i kind I, I try to be very understanding you know and sometimes some people if you even bring certain things up it's automatically on 10 <laughs> yeah for people like honestly like well, there's so much hurt right and between, so much pain between black men and women there's right. so much hurt and distrust you know and it's kind of you know it's i'm it's been earned it's not like uh, something that just came out of nowhere right it's it's definitely you know been men leaving women behind when they've had access to other things right. it's been uh pain of you know not being people that you know don't want to be husbands don't want to be fathers mm-hmm. who don't want to be black you know don't want to be identified with the pain of blackness right like there's a lot of shit there and sometimes i feel like when i'm talking to people that's what i'm talking to yeah you are. like i'm not even getting to talk to you because we have to get past the part where you don't trust me just because i'm a dude right and 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 vice versa and i think whenever you write a book that's a basically a letter to your son and but it's a letter for everyone to read like you wrote a letter to your son that everyone's gonna read yeah some people are gonna be distrustful and more critical than i would be you know um and we'll, and we'll see man but uh i do uh i'm interested i'm gonna, I'm gonna finish the book it's the first time i read a book in a in a while i read the fire for uh, the fire next time just so that i could uh have a reference because people were comparing the two um and they're both kind of quick reads like 100 something pages for the fire uh next time i think i read that in a couple days so anyway um for people that are wondering um uh, and i do think the book's good so far but i'm only one chapter in. we'll see it's three chapters we'll see what how it ends um uh, and of course cornell west just i mean petty 
mm-hmm. just pure fucking petty like he went in on the dear brother for, <laughs> he went in on the dear brother for not shitting on obama man i'm like dude you are one note now what happened mm-hmm. one note cornell west like i played the same song but it's a good one right Play the same damn song every goddamn time and i'm gonna party to that motherfucker it's my favorite jam it's fuck obama right and i noticed you ain't do a cover of it in your book fuck you too right um yeah he now here's a funny thing he wrote this i don't know what's more 2015 in this and what could confirm michael eric dyson's pettiness more than this <laughs> yeah he wrote this shit on facebook oh uh, <laughs> I, I, I facebook <laughs> you couldn't make it up <laughs> not all the other uh official platforms and 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 places that he could have wrote it he wrote it on facebook and he spelled tony morrison name wrong oh yes <laughs> you can google that in defense of james Baldwin, why tony morrison a literary genius nah he always said the same way is wrong about ta-nehisi <laughs> coates uh Baldwin was a great writer of profound courage who spoke truth to power coast is a clever wordsmith with journalistic talent who avoids any critique of the black president in power um uh, <laughs> Baldwin's painful self-examination led to collective action and focus on social movements. He reveled in the examples of Medgar, Martin, Malcolm, Fannie Lou Hammer, and Angela Davis. Coates' fear-driven self-absorption leads to individual escape and flight to safety. He is cowardly silent on the marvelous new militancy in Ferguson, Baltimore, New York, Oakland, Cleveland, and other places. Coates can grow and mature, but without an analysis of capitalist wealth inequality gender domination homophobic degradation imperial occupation all concrete forms of plunder and collective fight back not just personal struggle coast will remain a mere darling of white and black neoliberals paralyzed by their obama worship and hence a distraction from the necessary courage and vision we need in a catas- in our catastrophic times now i wish the prophetic work of serious intellectuals like robin dg kelly imani perry gerald horn and eddie glaw commanded the attention the corporation i mean the corporate media gives coats but in our age of superficial spectacle even the great morrison is seduced by the linguistic glitz and the political silences of coats as we all hunger for the literary genius and political engagement of baldwin as in jazz as in jazz oh by the way there's a there's a really good paragraph near the end of chapter one where he does where coach does talk about his own like homophobia and um and like gender like privilege and shit that i really enjoyed where he was basically like i've been worried about how people look at me my whole life as a black man but not really how i look at other people because i'm a man a straight head a straight man right where i can just kind of ignore some it, shit well no well i can have these same fucked up opinions about other people that just aren't me right but when you it's me I, mean? I have a problem right. other people it's not a problem because it ain't me right and the same privilege though it was a cool paragraph um as in jazz we must teach our youth that immaculate immature imitation is suicide a premature elevation is death mr west concludes though it's unclear if he has listened to a very early john coltrane recording in which the great saxophone sounds sort of embarrassing like a bad charlie parker uh brother coats continue to lift your gifted voice to your precious son and all of us just beware the white noise and become connected to the people's movements 
mr copes did not respond to an email request asking for a comment i wonder why well he's been really good about kind of taking some of this shit in stride because some of the critique i've been like oh flat out wow you know what i mean like with the white dude that wrote the one where he was basically like what about me <laughs> i was just like what mm-hmm. how did you read all that and come away with what about the white man like what yeah this doesn't That's, have anything uh, this is something to his child so why would he worry about you it's amazing but that's you know that's just how i i, I think most criticism just comes from a place of what about me anyway correct but with some people you're just like come on man like you don't this get don't to do that a, this don't have a goddamn thing to do about you like the black woman that wrote the joint at least i was like okay she didn't just shit on it she saw the merit in it Right. she was like here's some some company oh, reading right that, but this nigga was just like Mm-mm, nope uh, it, america was great sorry disagree you know what i mean <laughs> like yes. what fuck all that bullshit you talking about what about a white man right oh my god i just want to strangle that dude right he was like oh we're not saying that the white man is the greatest in your black ass life you're kidding me right and of course you know with cornell west uh he like uh just kind of linked to the comment but he didn't speak his opinion so i think he's kind of in that point where he's just sitting back reading everything probably that's written about the book and said about it but he ain't but he's probably not gonna try to defend it because you know it is what it is you know like (laughs) you're not gonna be able to change anyone's mind Mm -mm. you know last night i saw somebody say something to him where they were like and what about your mama like like you forgot about your mother and he was like the mother who i talk about taught me to read in chapter one that uh, taught me to write right people don't fucking read <laughs> like, yeah people are critiquing and they're not even <laughs> reading the shit that they're critiquing there's nothing fucking there's nothing fucking more frustrating than that because when you start asking questions they'll be like oh i didn't read that you be like well why the fuck are you over here and you didn't even read the shit yeah which is the reason i didn't even attempt to try to like say that that that, that lady's critique was invalid or anything because i was like i need to read the book Right. i just don't want to be another person talking about this book that didn't even fucking read the book right which is a like, lot it just of looks, people yeah it just feels so silly to me because it's a book you can buy it and read it why are we having this long conversation Shit, get an audio book nowadays you ain't got to read it yeah i need to read the book i have to take the time to read it because the other thing is everything people are saying could be right i might finish this fucking book and be like you know what i was fucked up you know what i mean it happens all the time where you like i, I thought i would like something you know you go see a movie and then you walk out the movie and you're like eh, the movie was fucked up <laughs> so i don't want to you know i don't have a defense for the, any of this shit it's just kind of funny how people are jumping on the boy for for shit like this man um uh and i i don't mean boy derogatory i mean they're in the like my right. nigga anyway um so my man mr coast how the coast didn't want to uh answer the email request karen right but you know who did who did do you know who did who did oh i'll tell you who did karen yeah my nigga michael eric dyson <laughs> he answered that motherfucking email dog <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said oh I'll tag me in Tanahasi. 
tag me in you ain't gotta speak my brother i will speak on your behalf i got you brother <laughs> allow my me to brother allow me to impede my velociraptorness on this yes mm-hmm. uh so he he wrote um he described mr west's facebook page as an acrimonious dirge i gotta look both them words up right i was like what the fuck is that god damn <laughs> out the gate <laughs> He's starting off making me have to use the white man's Google. What the fuck is that? Acrimonious dirge. That sounds like a character on Game of Thrones. <laughs> right, right. Oh no, Acrimonious dirge. dirge is trying to, he's trying to catch Cersei. Run! Run! Right! Acrimonious dirge is coming. <laughs> that the Acrimonious dirge clan is here. Bitch, you better run. That sounds like some shit that you say to your dragons and they do something. <laughs> right! That's a spell in Harry Potter. Right. Uh, he said it was an acrimonious dirge and a bitter, nasty, sorrowful blue note and despotically and willfully intolerant of the gifts and talents of those who may potentially eclipse him. Mm. They coming for your throne, nigga. They coming. You just mad, you washed up, sad old man. That's the interpretation of it. You're yes. jealous. It shows the vast ineptitude of Professor West's scholarship, Mr. Dyson told the Observer in a phone conversation. The point I made in my piece is that he doesn't keep... Wait, hold up, hold up. You're right, Ken. This nigga picked up the phone! Yeah, it, it was serious, yeah. He picked up the... He said, hold on, man. My number is... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Hit yeah. me up. Yeah, get, Let's talk. Get me on Skype. Bring up your audacity and record it. Record I'm my about, words. I'm about to air this dear brother out. Yes! I wish a dear brother would. I got video so you can see my face and know that it's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so he said... I hate you. I hate your mama. I hate everything about him. I hate that post. I hate his hair. I hate them glasses. I hate him. Yeah, I love a comment on the Facebook page of Cornell West on this post because it's public. And I said, uh, whatever intern wrote this for you is a joke. Uh, a lot. It was the number one comment for a while. I don't know if it still is. Oh, Lord. <laughs> 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 I feel like he must have got deleted. I haven't got one of them notifications that it got liked in a while. So, um, the point I made in my piece is that he doesn't keep up. He doesn't read the freshest, newest, most insightful scholarship, nor does he write about it in any serious fashion or teach it in his curriculum. And it shows here. Oh, mm, nigga, you oh, ain't up nigga. to date, dog. Oh. Why don't you get them new Jordans? Why you are behind the times, dog? Update your syllabus, nigga. Right. Mm. I got a, I got an Xbox One. What you got that 360? What you got on your curriculum, dear brother? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, oh bitch ass dear brother uh so he says <laughs> uh mr dyson called mr coates who writes about the rate about race for the atlantic a great gift a greatly gifted writer who forms sentences and thoughts that sings on the page and stick to the mind every change he made against Tana, every charge he made against tanahasi is patently false mr Dawson said shall i introduce you to the essay on reparations it has every bit of analysis that west was hankering for mr dyson uh, added alluding to mr coat's atlantic cover story the case for reparations which was published last summer he also described mr west's post as a rebuke on tony morrison and so now that makes her look like a dupe and a boob when she is literally a literary genius they both love that <laughs> they love literary genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, she is a literary genius who possesses a noble prize in literature he said i think 
her pedigree of assessment is far more convincing than cornell west mr dyson suggested that mr west listen to the great ludwig wittgenstein wittgenstein and said whereof one cannot speak thereof one must be silent mm. <laughs> play me out pop like west side till we die fofo make all your people die slow yeah we patty mm-hmm. uh man that was good mm-hmm. came off that top rope right who is that michael eric dyson music out here playing right it's like i will not let you rap on this record by yourself and <laughs> took the mic the humanity jd right the humanity but I, uh, I, are you done you done okay now it's my turn <laughs> to get intellectual in this bitch <laughs> Michael Eric Dyson got a chair. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. I, I couldn't even imagine that phone call. I, I, I bet, I bet you that was instant. He seen that shit. But you know what? I bet you he called him. I bet you as soon as he seen that <laughs> shit post, he was, they was like, ring, ring. They was like, oh, you was on, the, I know I was on your mind. I got something to say. I want to flex my, my literary genius real quick. <laughs> right, right. That, that literary genius is good. I need to put that in my vocabulary. Yes. Literary genius. He was like, he said something? I'm petty. I got to say some shit too. He will not put out a mixtape without me on it. Speaking of race talk. <laughs> you know who likes to not talk about race? Bernie Sanders uh bernie sanders uh, has a presidential campaign that a lot of people are excited about how do i know because they all of my mentions on goddamn twitter you can't talk about this man without some of his fucking listener uh what do you call him uh stands i don't even know okay what the fuck okay because i'm not in this loop where the fuck did he come from and why is everybody mad well he's a presidential campaign uh a candidate from the democrats okay um and he talks a lot about economic equality um that's kind of his claim to fame okay um and obviously uh now that the president in a large part has served and listened to a huge portion of the black community with the black lives matter campaign and some of the legislation he's passed some of the the things he's tried to get enacted some of the practices some of the language in his speeches black people i think in a way i don't want to say unlike any other time but unlike any other time in my life feel galvanized and no longer just will accept the token we'll get to you when we can get to you right you, right, right okay okay you right, know, right, right, right 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 if it, anything i think that might be the president's legacy that on the low would be way more influential than any legislation he passes which is not to say which is not a slight at the legislation he's passed is it's, that is going to you know like obamacare is going to be forever like some shit that you know your kids will just take for granted type thing right like medicaid but, and medicare and right. and uh to piggyback on something that you said this has a lot to do with whoever runs especially a democrat democratic candidate 
they're gonna have issues if they do not talk about black and latino issues you can no longer run and not bring up anything about us like that shit ain't happening no more president obama has set the standard that you have you have to address this shit you can't let it slide you can't ignore it anymore um because social media has allowed people's voices to be very loud and very clear it has allowed people to voice their displeasure in the shit that you do in real time and so you know it's one of those things where president obama has basically revamped and a lot of people will take a lot of the shit he's done for granted over years he's revamped the way you run for president's presidency now uh everybody when he did the uh twitter where people could donate by twitter through telephone through facebook okay that's like a standard now he raised billions of dollars like that before people was not using social media to raise money now it's the standard now people are on these other platforms that they would have never thought of now you know you have uh i guarantee you when it's time for election time you're gonna have other presidential candidates going on some of these podcasts some of the larger podcasts like they do their radio rounds so that they could get to people that otherwise probably wouldn't give a fuck about them and so to me all this we'll get around to you later shit that shit is gone like when shit happens to us and minorities and lgbtqs we're going to expect the president to address them we're going to expect the president to talk about it we're not all this shit like with katrina and george bush that like that that's not going to fly anymore because people go no 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 we honestly we've gotten spoiled so it's going to be amazing when people try to push us back to how we used to be with our agendas and our issues on the back burner and that, you know that's like giving a kid a cookie and then trying to smack it at their hand that kid's gonna put up a fucking fight it's not happening right and and i think that people don't realize it or he doesn't realize it yet um and hillary to a certain extent doesn't realize it yet you almost have to be in the black community to realize exactly how this shit is going down like right no more will it be less like well hey they said after so-and-so gets their rights they'll get around to the black stuff and we covered it on the show last week where there was a quote from him when he was talking in an interview and he was asked directly about race a couple of times and he pivoted right into financial inequality right and that's not gonna fly right he started talking immediately about like classism and you know if poor people can get this that and the other failing to understand and and his people on twitter that that are like his fans Mm -hmm. also fail to understand this they are equating being poor with being black then right like i'm being i'm anti-poverty therefore i am pro-black those are not the two both of those are not the same thing Mm -mm. you know income inequality is is a factor that we definitely as black people would be affected by and we definitely would love to see income inequality lessened or go away completely uh, obviously but there's also this factor where i could be in a coop and a lot of people still see me as a nigga and police can still pull me over mm-hmm. um you know when they talked to him about ferguson his thing was if we had more jobs in ferguson black youth would be working that's when which that's not is the like problem right well you're just like that like i understand no one's against having a job right but that is not the the question that's not the answer 
to the question that was asked right because having a job you can still get shot being black in the street with a motherfucking job so job is not the problem right i got pulled over for dwb in my wendy's uniform on the way from wendy's to go back to college like this like they're not just pulling you over and going oh you got a job okay then shit my bad my bad dog Ooh, a job yeah. saved your ass today now if Ooh. you was one of them niggas that didn't have a job we had to shoot you what? i was gonna kill you mike michael brown was going to college monday you know what i'm saying he never got there so um it, it like if anything it is a twinge of respectability politics there mm-hmm. but then more importantly than that there's a complete ignorance on race or at least avoiding talking about it which i don't think black people are going to take from a candidate nope at least not anytime soon nope. you know it's like once you've once you kind of had chocolate you don't want to you know you don't want to go back it's right. like it's like yo i don't want dollar store candy no more dog i want the real shit and the thing about it whether people agree or disagree one thing that i do give hillary clinton for even though she she slows the task she will kind of sort of bring some shit up it's like one of the things where you better at least acknowledge it because if you don't acknowledge it it's going to be a motherfucking issue right and the thing with bernie is um people are promoting him as if he's just got all his shit together and his fans oh my god if you bring up anything about him on twitter and, and saying like well i would like to see him make more of a statement on this or i don't like his response to this question about race they hit you up on twitter and they start harassing you they had they did it to me last night they did they did it to elon Elon. james white for like fucking hours last night right like i went to bed and it was still niggas in his mentions like oh not niggas but it was still bernie stands in his mentions like "Mm -mm, nope uh he did he marched with mlk what the fuck that gotta do with anything right one one dude said last week um he was original he was the original black lives matter because he marched with mlk and them black lives matter started in 2014 man so you're gonna co-opt the movement <laughs> right 40 years in the past like on some motherfucking marty mcfly shit you got time machine bernie the fuck are you talking about right that shows your unfamiliarity with that movement and its leaders and the development of it and it also shows that you want to coast on shit you've done in the past but people right now black people are about what you're gonna do next what are you right. gonna do for us now because that's how people talk about obama and i'm glad they're keeping up that intensity because mm-hmm. my biggest fear was that black people would internalize this idea of well now that there's white candidates we shouldn't expect them to do anything because they're white and we're black and why would they want to help us out mm-hmm. and that's not good enough nope and- so i like that people are putting pressure on them me too uh i think him and another candidate went to give uh um o'malley they went to go give uh talks to interviews at net net roots uh yesterday mm-hmm. and there was a black lives matter protest where they like even came up on stage say did to say her name um did some chants like you know took it over for a second and i'm not gonna get too far into the body language thing because i do think people are riled up and it's a little bit of pettiness uh but but oh no actually you know what let's take i take that back 
I won't get into it until I see the full video because what I saw was like obviously a clip. It was about a minute long. Okay, yeah. Did, where they took see, out some stuff. So his entire thing. Yeah, he may have given like the speech might have been ten minutes, and maybe he gave them ten minutes of horrible body language and tried to grab the mic and take. I don't know what all he did, but I just know people was on his ass about his reaction to it, and then he said he had to leave uh to another interview so he didn't talk about race it's like so you went to a black conference right thinking that you weren't gonna have to talk about About race race. or that every time race came up you could change it to you you could change what you were saying to to the economics of the situation but avoid the racial part of the situation like do you think we're fools like we we're smart enough to know what you're doing and if if and if if you don't think we're fools and we know we're not fools then it leads to the question who are your answers really for because we know they're not for us Mm -mm. and it can't be for republicans your answers are for democrats that don't want to talk about black shit right that's really the that's the scary part to me is this big ass party that's supposed to be the big tent and they're fucking afraid to talk about black shit it's the reason that half of them motherfuckers ran away from obama and lost their motherfucking seats last year because they were worried about i don't want to talk about race i don't want to be related to it if i'm shaking the president's hand now i gotta talk about race now they're gonna gonna try to attach me to all his racial policies i don't want to have to deal with any of that he is so divisive he did he didn't give me all the things he promised me like all that negative shit and then they lost their hats in 2014 so yeah i'm you know i'm not impressed and his fucking sycophants that were all in my mentions talking about where he marshal martin luther king like okay good for him it's 2015 uh, martin luther king been dead bro he been dead is that the end was that it you know what i'm saying right because of the, the yo i rapped with tupac i'm hot on these streets son yeah, how on these streets? When's the last time you put on a mix? I rap with Tupac one time. When last time you got a CD? Who I'm in, who I'm in the producer? Out, I'm in the Outlaws. Who, who you working with? Uh, working with uh, I rap with Tupac, so I worked with Dre that time. Are you on SoundCloud? Uh, what's the SoundCloud? Mm-hmm. I, I I be doing sounds to the cloud sometimes. I be seeing clouds ah! outside. I be like, I wonder how that cloud sound. Nah, so nah. just talking about. Mm-mm. I got mm-hmm. an iCloud on my phone. Nah, not that one either. Cloudburst and Arkham Knight. That, that's the last level. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah i like that is it like so for his stands to be all up in my mentions it was so fucking stupid and they've been doing it to anyone who doesn't think bernie sanders uh um, is the best thing ever on race it's not even like people are shitting on him in every aspect it's just like yo on race this nigga needs to just step it up a little bit and that's the thing just a little bit because this like is, this is can you at least i don't know can you can you say black lives matter with that like, could you say that without, like, having to, like, fix it on the back with the, the All Lives Matter? Like, could you say um, white supremacy is a thing without having to come around and, and, like, provide some equal and opposite point of view where it's like, well, you know, white supremacy is a thing, and so is black supremacy, and both are bad. You know what I mean? Like, right. could, you, could you just be like, yes, what the police are doing to black people is fucking terrible, and, and when I'm president, I'm going to make sure that, that shit stops. I don't even know if you can make it stop. I just need you to lie to me the way you lie to everybody else. That's the least you can do in America. Give me my motherfucking respect, dog. That, that's the minimal because this is the thing. I think that this election is going to be interesting for the fact that 
uh for a lot of democrats they automatically assume that black people are monolith i'm not saying black people are dumb and that uh you automatically have the black vote but like i said president obama has raised the standard where (laughs) people are actually saying i'm not voting for you just because i'm black a lot of people for the first time i'll just aside is going are you going to talk about my issues are right. you going to bring my shit up this shit people dying in the street matters to me are you going to talk about this people protesting and burning down cities because officers shot them with, with impunity matters to me are you going to talk about this they're going to start challenging them they're mm-hmm. start going to start questioning them when they start going across the country to the town halls like if, if, if you're a democrat and you're running you cannot blow past race because every time you do people are going to hit you up on facebook hit you up on twitter hit you up on google plus tumblr all these social medias and let you know that they're not satisfied with these actions you can't be like i want the black vote but you don't want to talk about the black issues because it's not fair you talk about everybody else's issues someone told me last no joke one of his followers hit me up and said some shit like i dug uh septic tanks or some shit in haiti or some other black place and he's like you gonna tell me that i don't that that i can't understand what it's like to be black yes because i have because he said just because i have white skin that's exactly what the fuck i'm gonna tell you right because you do not understand what the fuck are you talking about you you are so obtuse you literally like i'm like are are people on twitter like is there a secret like twitter conspiracy to actually undermine bernie sanders by pretending to be for him and then saying completely ignorant shit to black people so that we don't vote for him because that is a lot more palatable than the thought that these motherfuckers actually exist in real life and thought that was some okay shit to say to me they exist and they're real because americans are dumb that is a, a it's crazy the shit that they're saying can is like i said dude was like so so i i mean bernie marsh uh he was at, at the sit-ins i was like cool what year was that right and well you know let's look forward to the future i mean it's about legislation and, and doing things now cool what legislation is he proposing crickets oh okay right right yeah okay that'll get you that'll get my vote right because <laughs> the, the shit matters because okay you worked in hades that don't mean a motherfucking thing you can work in hades lay some pipes down and be like i hate all these niggas i'm around i'm only here because i get goddamn paid come on two notes one is just haiti although i do prefer working in hades because he can go to hell (laughs) my bad he can go straight to hell and then two have you been saying obama i feel like you've been saying president obama obama it's just (laughs) obama no h um but yeah um so now this is this just happened right before we went on the air and uh i'm becoming aware of it actually as we're doing the show but apparently i started a trending topic in oh. america oh shit right before we <laughs> oh, you started trending topic because <laughs> um uh my girl you know our girl imani from twib she said if i see one more bernie acolyte mention he marched with mlk i'm gonna burn the internet to the ground i retweeted it because i was like right fuck yes they've been doing that to me too i thought it was just me they've been doing so that's they big jokers the right. fucking mlk pokemon they just throw that bitch out like bam mlk nigga like oh, oh i have a dream oh, oh you got me it's not alive no more what are we talking about i can't disagree with that so then i made a joke sarcastically hold up bernie sanders march with mlk this changes everything and then, 
uh somebody said yeah that's what his people keep screaming who's he marching with now though hashtag who you with and i said everyone knows mok is the big joker um and then um uh amani retweeted me and said during the ml during the million man march bruh when he uh marched with mlk <laughs> and so <laughs> uh she said pretty sure bernie played spades with stokely carmichael at jackson five concert once <laughs> and so i retweeted hashtag bernie so black he teaches you how to cha-cha slide and I said, I heard Bernie Sanders show Red Fox how to put dice in the Crown Royal bag. Hashtag Bernie so black. Oh shit. I actually heard it was Bernie's idea to march in Selma. MLK wanted to march in Hawaii, a destination march. Hashtag Bernie so black. Uh-huh. <laughs> Little known fact, Bernie Sanders was actually the one who told John Carlos and Tommy Smith to put up a black power fist in 68. Hashtag Bernie so black. Uh, <laughs> and. <laughs> and then we did the show that was it i logged off twitter and we did the show and i just saw um not only my twin trending is it trending on twitter but um the, the la times who has a black twitter division now oh not the black twitter division <laughs> yeah the first article instead of just covering twitter what the, the fuck the first article was horrendous in my opinion it was really bad it's like what if black when black twitter is like white twitter and that was bad no I mean, you 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 don't you don't do that no yeah no. there was no yeah that was i know no. twitter lit his ass up oh yeah i was part of twitter that lit him up i was up in his mentions because he said I'm, he said i will log i'll log like on tomorrow at noon and we'll discuss this noon pst so that was three o'clock our time and i was they was ready for him i you? was in his mentions at 245 talking about where you at bro let's <laughs> do this i'm ready and then he didn't come back for a while and i had to go do the show so we couldn't do it that day but i wanted to uh go back with him and then uh he wrote another piece that was actually about um uh the black lady that was killed um sandra bland i believe is her name mm-hmm. um who was a black woman who was basically pulled over for a traffic violation mm-hmm. uh it is on tape some of it where they clearly had slammed her into the ground uh she said she couldn't hear she said uh why'd you slam me on the ground they were being rough with her and you know she's uh you know spoken about black lives matter and stuff on twitter on her social media accounts and stuff and so she went to, to jail and on the last day they said like they she was supposed to get freed at say 9 a.m or something mm-hmm. at they said they checked on her and then at 8 a.m they talked to her by um what do you call it by uh speaker you know like the the speakers that you have throughout a building where you can communicate with each other mm-hmm. i forget what that's called intercom system intercom they talked to her about intercom and then they found her hung in her cell at nine or whatever oh i don't believe that uh, nobody somebody, nobody somebody killed her nobody believes that no she did not hang herself no right. she did not With all the shady shit the police have done there's no they did way. some fucked up shit to her and it was like this shit will never see the light of day bitch and somebody hung her yeah and that hashtag if i die in police custody was trending on twitter that's what it was trending about people being like yo don't believe that shit i would never harm myself so don't you know investigate it fight like find out what the fuck happened to me because you know these mysterious black deaths in police custody are quite the trend right all right so 
they wrote about that for their second piece and that was like someone even hit me up was like should i be mad at this one too and i was like i went red i was like no nothing's wrong with this one i wish the first one would have been more like this than the shit about you know when black twitter sounds like white twitter and like a hit piece on black twitter because it's just a, a very negative point of view and there's enough of that going around about black culture that's the truth and you know and we got a black writer writing for la times about a black topic in black twitter can we stop the hit pieces right because we get enough of those anyway right. and i guess for me i just have why don't you cover twitter i just have a problem with you calling it quote unquote black twitter like right. it's not all aspects of goddamn twitter yeah i like yeah i'm not even gonna really argue with the concept of it or not whatever why uh black twitter's like porn you know it when you see it right i don't know how to describe it and define it either <laughs> but i know i'm part of it and i know when it's happening anyway that dude just emailed me during the show and was like he want to talk to me about that trending topic cool so maybe we'll be in the la times i don't know <laughs> isn't that crazy though anyway bernie think he black bernie's so black man that's his as his followers will tell mm-hmm. you man you know bernie is the one who actually uh told richard prize jokes were good but he needs to start saying nigger more mm-hmm. bernie's so black um <laughs> bernie's so black he told eddie murphy to wear that red leather suit yeah <laughs> 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 he was like you know what'll make this better Ernie. Mm-hmm. he started talking about these gay people and put on some tight leather man mm-hmm. that'll be hot in these streets yeah he he actually gave uh eddie murphy the mr t impression that's his impression y'all <laughs> that's not right that's not eddie murphy's impression that's uh that's bernie's all right man let's uh but yeah he doesn't talk about race man and we talked about it on the show before and this is gonna be a big ass problem from him because mm-hmm. yo black people are not going away no they're not one Neither of the black, these other groups either one of the black lives matter um the co-founder said uh she warned president's candidates we will shut down every single debate and yo people start doing that but we on the same side i mean we allies mm-hmm. so like why would you come and do this first of all i don't know if we all on the same side on this shit because you won't talk about it right we could not be on the same side we might not be on the same side i don't know because you won't talk about it right what I'm are not, your feelings what are your views what are you what, how do you feel about policies and right that, and, and the thing is for a lot of democrats and i will continue to say this they are not used to black people demanding that they should be heard they are not used to black people coming up in there but like hey, hey dog i got a motherfucking voice you're gonna hear me what do you think about do you you know what this is one time where what about the kids in chicago goddamn matter what about the kids in chicago motherfucker right are we gonna address these looking kids that you keep bringing up every time i talk about motherfucking race right where's the i just want to know what their opinions are because it's not even a matter of whether or not um we're gonna agree on everything because i guarantee once they start talking there's gonna be plenty of shit that people are like oh i don't agree with that right you know because black people aren't a monolith anyway no but you don't even have the courage to talk about it i know you don't have the courage to address it correct and that's and that's really where people are coming from like you can't hit us with that oh nah it's not that uh i'm uh any anti-anything blackness it's just that i don't want to talk about it at all ever so wait you're gonna get elected and then you're gonna talk about it because then i actually have zero political capital you don't even want my vote anymore at that point you got my vote you're in office 
what the fuck what do i have to hold your feet to the fire at this point nothing and so you need to hold them accountable i can't wait honestly it's gonna be so you know a lot of times i didn't think i was gonna be excited but i'm gonna be motherfucking excited when people start going to these little town meetings in the middle of a two book uh fucking nowhere mm-hmm. bumfuck nowhere and 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 start traveling around the country and showing up and people with their black Lives matters t-shirts and signs and posters and and people you know asking them you know open it up and it wouldn't surprise me if pretty soon if, if after they travel for a while but i know questions from the from the audience because people gonna start asking them questions hey hey dog uh what, well, what I, about this and what about I, that honestly man um i want a black lives matter my my new thing is I want a Black Lives Matter question to make it into a debate and not just because a person in the audience asked, but like a TV televised debate. And you know what? <clears throat> and I know I know this was a joke, but yesterday we watched The Soup, and The Soup asked like two of the people running for like Miss USA, Miss America, one of them, mm-hmm. questions. Those questions was fucking harder than the candidates get when they're running for election. Right. Um, but, I mean, yeah, well, when it comes to black shit right um but i yeah ask i want to see those questions asked i want to see them I answered. too i want to see what they say because that matters this is definitely going to matter for my vote who gets it me too it matters i'm not throwing it down the drain our votes count too and for some reason people think our votes and minorities and latinos and lgbtqs just because we're all democrat we're all on the same party and it's one of those things when when some of the party be like hey y'all not talk about my issues here come the other ones that really don't right. give a fuck about your issues they want you to shut the fuck up it also highlights how well president obama's handled that shit um because it's not like people haven't heckled and protested him right you know for six years now and he's always been kind of like all right let's try to calm this down let's can we talk after the event i am gonna get to your issue apparently bernie sanders walked out and that's not very presidential not only that and not only blacks what about these motherfucking lgbtq people who have been cutting the fucking food on the president what happened if you get a president that don't that that, that are not that are not there for your cause yeah i mean everybody's cause who has been super served by this president i expect this to be the tenor right Um, so y'all better start asking these people hey are y'all gonna talk about my issues too start protesting the same way y'all the same standards that people complained about president obama i want them to have the same standards for whoever running because uh it does matter because you can't put these on here because and we will see who are these people that were i'm hot on obama because he's black and the people that was no i'm hard on everybody because yeah. the, the light's gonna shine because i don't care what nobody says some people was just hard because it was a nigga in office yep um yeah so patrice colors i hope that's i'm saying her name right um criticized both senator bernie sanders and ex-maryland governor martin o'malley after saturday's protest at netroots um the nation netroots, netroots nation progressive conference he couldn't take 15 minutes more of 15 more minutes of heat color said of uh, sanders in an interview on this week in blackness oh shit oh, yeah twill was rolling deep uh-huh making a uh, reference to the senator ending his appearance as demonstrators at the event walked out in mass uh journalists and activists jose antonio vargas who interviewed both democratic candidates during the forum told the raw story that he was directed to wrap up his discussion with sanders 15 minutes ahead of schedule 15 whole goddamn minutes 
yeah they, they basically told him yeah this is uncomfortable now we don't want to talk about race can you get him out of here a little early why the fuck you go to net roots all right colors told his uh i mean told this week's uh host eljoy williams political strategist uh that she felt neither o'malley nor sanders were humble enough during their town hall appearance and called out called on presidential candidates to be willing to openly discuss the issues of race and gender uh no more skirting around the issues color said uh we will shut down every single debate um the protest began during o'malley's interview with vargas with demonstrators jeering when o'malley used the phrase the phrase every life matters and white lives matter nigga what oh no he didn't oh that's a no-no at a net roots nation oh did did anybody tell him where he was Uh, did did, did any no i don't think nobody gave him the memo like i'm not trying to be funny i think he walked in there and they was like here's what you gotta talk about no nobody really told him where he was i know the record scratch when that shit happened right that was like okay i can deal with all lives what 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 you didn't realize you was in a room full of majority black folks right um while responding to a question calling on him to demonstrate an action plan for how he would address police violence if elected the response interrupted the former governor after he said he would push for police to be required to report every officer involved shooting later he told raw story that he would also ramp up the use of body cameras by officers and would also ensure the departments be more inclusive of communities of color in their recruiting processes i think these are all things that our federal government can help us lead and us also encourage he said followed the meeting with immigration activists later in the day perhaps even providing a framework for police departments to cross designate prosecutors from other jurisdictions when a judgment call needs to be made on police involved shooting i have a question does he have nobody black on his staff or nobody just connected to to any form of blackness they ain't gotta be black but just aware of black culture mm-hmm. where uh, could you imagine he they said knew that the book sh- they knew the book this uh conference right they had to know somebody black to to do that could you imagine the gasp in the room when he said that and it was like oh like a like a comedian oh shit i think i fucked up it maybe you know what it is i think elon does a lot of work with netroots nation mm-hmm. and the media stuff maybe he talked to elon on the phone and maybe he just thought elon didn't sound black <laughs> elon does have the last name white yeah he just he said his name is elon james white mm-hmm and he's a right with a black man be it doesn't white. say net niggas racing you know like <laughs> it says net roots nation probably just was like okay yeah sure i'll go out and talk to elon james right you know elon probably said he was a member of twib instead of this week in blackness all right so he probably showed up and, and was very surprised <laughs> it's like i didn't prepare for any of these questions Mm-mm, i wasn't ready for this looking at his team pissed because y'all didn't prepare him the protest continued during sanders appearance which with one woman standing on the chair and using the hashtag if i die in police custody tag which uh has spread in the wake of the deaths of kendra chapman and sandra bland uh if i if i die in police custody i want bernie sanders to say my name she said it's seen in the picture below uh colors and other protesters also said called uh the senator calling the senator to deal with anti-blackness instead of focusing his speech on economic measures black lives of course matter sanders said at one point but i spent 50 years of my life fighting for civil rights and if you don't want me to be here that's okay oh 
why would you say that and that's like when people go i'm trying to be your ally right. whenever they say something fucked up and you're like hey man that's fucked up and they're like well if you don't want white allies then you can just believe it in blue blue right and, and, and that's where that distrust comes in because people's like um bitch it ain't a privilege for you to be here you ought to be here because you're a decent human being and you goddamn care not because you fucking want to throw me a cookie and be like nigga be glad i'm care about your black ass and then bernie turned to the audience and said bye felicia hashtag bernie so black uh he didn't do that uh but following the event colors <laughs> that, that'll burn that bitch down <laughs> <laughs> he didn't that, that, that a football tackle him <laughs> he wouldn't have made it out that bitch him nor his team he turned to the audience and said now watch me whip now watch me nay nay and then uh hashtag bernie so black but following the event colors said sanders and other presidential hopefuls need to make black communities feel like they're not being sold something and if you want our vote you're gonna have to do way more work she said yeah right right because or at least some homework shit right and I, like i said it's gonna be one of those things where people have followed the formula and president obama was like that formula don't work this is how the formula works and people just go no 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 we're gonna do what we always did is dance around these issues and and not address shit and we're gonna get them black votes and you know for the first time oh and something else also this shows you the power of social media because you know what they didn't say teray and they didn't say netta so that shows you that there are other groups that are organizing that go out and do this shit and well, that's always been right but, that, but 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 that's the fear is that now we don't have a quote-unquote leader because that's mm-hmm. why a lot of people are really hard on mlk and this one leader because they feel like if you take the head down you you destroy the body but what they fail to realize is that there are different bodies and right. that 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 takes people for a loop because they they feel like well i don't know where they're gonna show up and i don't know where they're gonna come from and 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 you know with mm-hmm. uh netta and deray having these names a lot of people feel like well it almost like almost pushing them to that place when there's other people doing just as much work and maybe even doing more work that might not be as uh known as them that are like no motherfucker we're gonna disrupt shit too you better uh, our issues matter also and i think that they're not gonna know how to handle this when the people that you think are gonna be protesting it's 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 almost like you don't know where it's coming from you know almost mm-hmm. like undercover per se and people are gonna be in panic because they're like well i don't know who the fuck they all look the same of course just like y'all all look the same when the police get shot i mean when the, when the police shoots a black person the police all look the same to us yeah well they better start learning how to listen you know what i mean it ain't that hard <clears throat> hire some people right do you know? your motherfucking research on us you can't show up to a fucking black conference with not not even want to talk about race it's just so disrespectful and di- you wouldn't do that with any other demographic right you wouldn't show up to an lgbtq conference talking about some well it's really not about gender equality it's just you know everyone should have equal rights you'd be like what the fuck are you talking about again right last and- time i checked they wouldn't sell people a cake because they were getting gay married not because they weren't getting equally married motherfucker it's okay to say the word right and and that's just like let, let's say you went to a, a a feminist conference and you basically basically told all the women in the house bitches y'all better be glad i'm here right. jezebel and all these people would have had a fucking fit and had articles and you'd have been posted everywhere but because you did it at net rooms nobody gives a fuck but it matters to us just like it matters to them yeah you have to even if you lying right you understand what i'm saying even if it's a lie 
you at least have to pander like that's the least amount of respect you can have hopefully you're not lying but the fact that you didn't even come with no lies ready you gotta have your lies on fleek uh by the way elizabeth warren was there she's also running for president and uh she gave a speech um, and i want to make one more point one more very important point progressives believe that it shouldn't take a revolution on YouTube to drive a revolution in law enforcement. It shouldn't take a hurricane in New Orleans or a massacre in Charleston for Americans to wake up to what is happening, what is still happening to people of color in this country. And it sure as heck shouldn't take poll numbers to unite us in our determination to build a future for all of our children. That's right. Now look, House Republicans may still want to fly the Confederate flag, and Republican leaders may cower in the shadow of Donald Trump but the American people understand that black lives matter and America is not a country that stands for racism, bigotry, or hatred. Wow. Wow. Yep. Elizabeth Warren trying to get this work. Right. Hillary better be careful. This is a moral issue and an economic issue. To build an economy that creates real opportunity, that doesn't lock up millions of our fellow human beings behind bars, and that uses the talents of all our people, America must prove that on equality and justice, the American people are progressives. Mm. She running? Is she, you said she running? Yeah, that's how it's done. Yeah, Hillary better be careful because I'm not trying to be funny. The person, especially when it comes to black people, the person who uh, speaks on black issues and really starts addressing them, like folks gonna be shocked like that's who's gonna get a lot of people votes because like i said people ain't gonna take that tiptoeing and dancing around bullshit and yo like you said you you talk about somebody criticizing them they're getting bashed on social media people gonna like i wouldn't fucking vote for you if you have that type of fan of 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 a uh, of, uh, uh, base mm-hmm. so elizabeth warren didn't have a problem saying it she hmm. sure didn't did anything happen to elizabeth warren did she no. uh drop in the polls anyway no is her is that campaign officially over she taking her hat out the ring um i, I mean i don't know what the big boogeyman is yeah because everybody- i don't understand what's so fucking controversial about that you know i hope fucking polls leap i wish somebody polled me coming out the grocery store ain't that true take five of them motherfuckers like mm, elizabeth warren elizabeth warren elizabeh warren <laughs> can i text it in too die line die line die line die line all right let's get the ball of alert i know that's what people really came for and we have been going on for some time uh over some other shit
Everybody here go to your bar. Gucci man got nine cars. We don't call them down no more. Oh, nine, we call them five stars. Nigga, that's a five star bitch. That's a six for that nine. That's a two for six. Hell, fix might even pay her rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I can't even lie. I'm so super hot. Do not need her when I read her when I let she fly. Uh. Just let her go, be coming in the club. See, she love me not, she love you not. Now all my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call her Gucci girl and beat me. We can find a five star hotel you can meet. Five star bitch, it's a five star bitch, it's a five star bitch, that's a five star bitch. It's a credit go high, eat the nail, stay fly, eat the juice box wet, and your head something fly that you a five star bitch, you a five star. All right, chat room. As always, you guys get to pick. Here are your choices of your BallerAlert.com stories. Number one, Grouper tells my night with comedian Corey Holcomb. You guys might know him from. uh uh playing the voice of uh robert on cleveland show he was oh, also on okay. uh, black jesus uh he also makes he a plays whole jesus lot, right yeah tell yeah. a whole lot okay. of jokes about women and relationships and how they ain't shit uh number two group groupie tales just in time for drake's birthday number three orlando magic's chris duhan gave me the business that i will never forget number four groupie tales want to know what 15 minute ratchet sex is like oh no <laughs> number five groupie tells deontay thompson has good d and i'm not talking defense title the votes karen i'm the realest nigga walking and this is remix and i'm still out here looking for a five-star chick when i catch you i'm a blesser with a five-star kick she's natural born all right what'd you say karen four because that's all that's i don't need to see another number it's all fours ruby tails want to know what 15 minute ratchet sex is like and for the record lizard warren says she's not running but we'll see come on come on doubt we'll see elizabeth you better get out here and get this work get I, this vote i'm trying to tell you you better come get this vote it's in there waiting on you it sure is keep talking about black lives matter girl Mm-mm-mm. another way to my heart anyway group of tales want to know what 15 minute ratchet sex is like since it's Friday, I figured I would drop a flashback groupie tale on you guys. The story itself is recent, but the celebs aren't. This groupie tale is a 90s rap group, Do or Die from Chicago. What? Who the hell's a Do or Die? Do or Die? Hold on. Let me go look <laughs> I'm up. Say, you know I don't know who the hell that is. Yeah. Let me go look up some of they shit. Um, yeah, Poe Pimp is a day song. Do you want to ride? all right all right so that's no doubt 
um well uh, let's see and the group responsible for introducing us to the likes of twister and johnny p well if you want to know how your mom's generation of the, the groupie love gets down check out the yeah. ratchet tell below your mom's generation though disclaimer groupie tells are submitted by our readers we cannot confirm 100 accuracy of any story posted have a story to share email we eight. old then goddamn email 118bobalert.com oh i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt that yeah uh have you ever been sexed down in a ratchet manner within 15 minutes this groupie tale is about a rapper bello pictured far right of do or die all right so let me put these the picture in the chat so y'all can see what it looks like um the far right guys that's the guy who she's talking about i've been conversing with bello for a few weeks now since meeting him at one of do Die's concerts oh wait i have been conversing with bello for a few weeks now since meeting him at one of do Die's concerts last month he was supposed to help me with singing with my singing career but has been procrastinating after a few weeks of conversing with him was they wearing converses together mm. last night i decided to see what a 40 year old dude what a 40 year old dick game was like and if it is smooth like his voice oh lord the 40 year old dick game it's not like the 40 year old virgin but like the opposite version ah. 40 year old dick game i guess you say guess i miss this old man when he whipped it out i was a it was a third leg and thicker than a light pole well thicker than a i don't know right it was a, i about to say i don't think it's thicker than a light pole honey it was a tad bit i was a tad bit scared because it was right it was rock solid hard like concrete naturally he wanted a head but my mouth couldn't wrap around nothing but the tip but i got one of the inches in my mouth and he was taking talking so much noise that i accidentally let him nut in my mouth and he made the weirdest noises while nothing <laughs> you don't say what do you think the noises sound like who knows okay that's good i was thinking that's a good one anyway his old ass flipped me over and shoved his dick in my vagina now why did she say vagina anyway she wants to say pussy she want to get technical there yeah, pussy too ratchet for her she called him old he was saying take, yeah when you in your 20s 40s is old he was saying take this dick like a bottom bitch oh shit not the bottom one i guess she did want to ride in the backseat of a caddy it was so good but hurt so bad he loves switching positions and won't kiss while shoving that leg in you but when he started hitting it from behind wait i thought he already was he flipped you over yeah, okay all right when he started hitting it from behind it felt like a car accident was happening oh lord for an older man his sex game is ratchet but hella good when he was done he went to shower and flushed the condom i thought he would wipe me up but that didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give you the sex rag i laid there waiting but he never said another word damn i could barely walk afterwards but i would do it again and again and again for the amount of nuts i experienced last night so i thought he was gonna let me spend the night but when i was faking like i was getting dressed he was like be safe out there <laughs> <laughs> bitch it was time for you to go <laughs> be safe out there oh god then his phone rang and it might it must have been his girlfriend because he threw that hush finger and was talking all sweet to her he sat his phone down and hugged me by and i looked him i looked down at the number and called the chick while i was waiting on the l damn she called his girlfriend 
i was too mad to ask him for a ride back to hyde park so i called the girl and she wouldn't talk to me about him i bet she is fat that's just mean i guess he has her train well oh well i enjoy my ratchet experience compared to other rappers v says dad at be safe out there with your dumb broke ass laugh my ass off she man way back on well i mean was she supposed to get money from a dude in doda i mean did he have money come on no Mm-mm. shell Yisrael says shaking my head and laughing my ass off dj aka don juan says wahaha at be safe out there Bree says damn 11 out here making me feel old as fuck that what want to that want to know whoop your mama mess with laugh my ass off oh want to know who your mama mess with okay uh miss you can never get enough says hell now chuckle says crazy and sweetness says laugh my ass off at i bet she's fat <laughs> uh now i gotta go back and find five star so i can uh play us out all right it's time for guess the race time guys now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist yes they are all right here is uh story number one they were experts at hop and car thefts they'd steal a purse cell phone computer or even the whole car when unsuspecting drivers weren't paying attention now keep in mind you could have this that occur in one day and then nothing for a week this car theft ring of more than a dozen people operated mostly in prince george's county since 2009 we're essentially running their own uh, little crime school where they would Uh, discuss with each other what they were doing, what worked and what didn't, and talk about the schemes they had in mind. This morning, FBI agents stormed the homes of 12 people believed to be members of the alleged ring known as the Simple City Criminal Organization. Most members lived in Southeast D.C., but are believed responsible for the majority of car thefts and many ID thefts in Prince George's for the past six years. They also operated in Montgomery County and D.C. There were members who would go out and steal the cars, the purses and wallets, smartphones and tablet computers. Uh, There were other members uh, to whom they would sell or transfer uh, the stolen access devices, credit cards and ATM cards. Prince George's County Police say it was not immediately clear they were dealing with an entire ring when the crimes began. Once we realized that this might be bigger than what it was, uh, now you have to start connecting the pieces. Once police were aware of the complication of the ring, they partnered with the FBI, who then monitored the group's movements and communication on cell phones and social media. In all long-term investigations, you reach a point where you recognize you might generate more evidence if you continued. On the other hand, uh, your goal is to stop these groups as quickly as possible to stop other people from being victimized. All right, guys. Hold on, let me turn my volume back down. 
uh guess the race of the uh people in this ring now <clears throat> i don't believe they told you guys any of the names so i will go down the list of names okay guys okay jeff fro cruz fro is his nickname f-r-o quasi critchlow earl frank ferguson lamont tiggystax henson stefan steph lover janie <laughs> michael mikey prince sylvia d's nuts prince <laughs> sylvia's the oldest uh sylvia's 49 second oldest what jessica jazz rubio and shate bootsy tucker <laughs> guess the race chat room. the race bernie sanders became after marching with dr the king <laughs> kool-aid mixing ninjas pg county we all black here black southeast dc black as fiznuck southeast dc is a natural uh habitat of porch primates se turning white hc the class reunion of rachel dozal's dream got em black the hotel hold up game our cousin these are the blackest names i've ever heard in my life <laughs> jada jada said blacker than a family reunion with a fish fry and watermelon on the fourth of july is this a trick black said charlotte <laughs> members of the ashy dick ain't shit hotel quit twitter uh the correct answer is, is black, black. <laughs> i don't even have all their pictures to put in the chat but trust me oh, i feel I like they're good i feel like you guys understand I, my favorite is sylvia d's nuts right um, for a nickname d's nuts <laughs> they probably said twitter handle um let's go to the bonus round because we've been going for a while double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far everybody's one for one i can't imagine anyone missed that last one right but let's see how they continue to do as we go forward Oh, and the bonus round against the race is brought to you by Bevel. Mm-hmm. Bevel is a shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Get clearer, smoother skin with Bevel. Uh, everybody should be on board with that. You need to upgrade your shaving routine. Okay, stop getting the 75 razor blade that slices up all your skin leaves you with razor bumps how you feeling itchy all day right. you know um does it not design for your skin the products that you use are drying your skin now you gotta use 17 different products every time you shave put the moisture back in your skin right where with bevel it already comes with a safety razor shaving brush blades priming oil shaving cream and a cooling restoring bomb um you know you you get uh on this plan they they re-up you like every three months when you get new stuff you know so your your kit is always nice you're always looking neat um and i i could not recommend it more i use it all the time it's created by tristan walker a black man for black people and uh i think uh and there have been some positive reviews of people that of women who've used a razor to shave places mm-hmm. you know so don't 
be scared and it's a safety razor so even if you haven't had a lot of experience with razor blades this is a good way to get some experience and it's designed for you with you in mind so get bevel you just go to get bevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com put it code t-b-g-w-t get 20 percent off and uh you know treat yourself man all right so uh and, and and treat your loved ones ladies if you're out there and you're listening and you're like mm, my man neck looks like a tree here you go <laughs> all right let's go to the bonus round um here's one uh now this case uh we're gonna guess the race of the person that got arrested since monday offender number nine nine five two zero zero has been confined to a cell m10 in the medical unit of polk county jail as officials have tried to figure out what to do with her that's not because she's ill or violent or charged with a big crime she is none of those things it's because she has breast and a penis her gender nonconformity is also what prompted people uh someone to call police on her in the same week that caitlin jenner was honored in los angeles with a courage award for being open about her gender transformation megan taylor was jailed after attracting unwanted attention for hers taylor isn't her legal name but her chosen one she's 22 from illinois works in a beauty salon and goes to cosmetology school she has a mane of long black hair cascading down her back topped by a layer of bright red and long manicured nails she takes hormones and plans to have gender reassignment surgery she was visiting des moines with a friend who was also transgender they were staying at a hotel in west des moines when taylor noticed the staff acting really funny around them then police showed up at their hotel room shit mm-hmm. west des moines police reported that they were notified about two males dressed as females who checked into the jury inn and that staff was worried about possible prostitution activity so an officer went to their hotel room and though no prostitution was noted taylor gave a fake name with a missouri id the officer also found prescription drugs he identified as spironolactone hydrochloride they're listed as diuretics and an unmarked bottle in her purse taylor says that part of her hormone treatments but she was charged with possession of prescription drugs without a prescription she said she gave up she gave a made-up name because it was unclear why she had the missouri license and why that led to a charge of malicious prosecution uh and an aggravated misdemeanor when the officer ran a check and found taylor had an outstanding probation violation from illinois related to a 2010 conviction for credit card fraud she said she did her time for that she was 17 but still owes 500 dollars in fines transgender transgender people are often profiled and accused of doing illegal sex work when they aren't says harper jean tobin policy director at national center of transgender equality in washington dc uh and as president barack obama noted last week unnecessary imprisonment for minor violations including parole ones have helped drive the u.s incarceration rate to the world's highest mm-hmm. it seems like they were trying to find something to charge me with taylor said in a jail interview i lied about my name but i was not doing any illegal activity the lady called the police because i was transgender and was with a transgender friend her bond has been set at $2,000. She said if she were from Polk County, she would have paid 10% and been released. But being from out of state, she would need someone local to co-sign and she doesn't even have a lawyer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so guess the race of uh, Megan Taylor. Uh, guys and, and ladies in the chat room. Um, all right. Seems like it's going to take a while for you guys. I'll read some more. Um, <laughs> 
polk county sheriff bill mccarthy contacted uh this journalist about taylor after jail officials spent time figuring out the right protocols to treat a transgender inmate the jail's chief of detention tim crumb said taylor isn't the first transgender inmate they've had but most bond out within a day taylor could be there for months her next court date is until august 25th wow mm-hmm. wow they, and and uh uh not to get off top of it they said like some places i think washington dc is one of the few places where they don't do bonds yeah because they say it's just ridiculous and a lot of times the bond is based off how much money you have and if you don't have the money you stay in jail and basically housing her in isolation uh because they don't know what unit to put her with right um all right so let's see the guests in the chat room blacker than bernie sanders when uh he had the idea that the, for the bevel shaving system oh. while at amigos concert <laughs> african booty scratchers shanane and wanda jungle bunnies black black is kylie jenner wants to be without losing her white privilege oh. color me black treated her with respect white the bond yeah they are writing an article about it right the bond signature thing sounds like old jim crow law to have a white person co-sign for you so black they didn't just throw her in with the dude so white racial t- racial trade candidate white taylor and megan those are some white names i'm gonna go with white well the correct answer is, is. black Some of you did get it right, though. That's when that's when guess the race just rips right inside and just tears your heart out. <laughs> and it anyway. Uh, last thing before we get out of here. Oh, and we're doing a movie review for Premium People at three for mm. Ant Man. Mm-hmm. But last thing before we get out of here. the chat room just went in on how bad that weave was right it was like you work in the beauty shop girl right like that's horrible advertising samurai sword seeds from man claiming to be a jedi knight and it will be destroyed a man who told police he was wielding a samurai sword in a washington park because he was trained to become a jedi knight will have his weapon destroyed guy graham jones was ordered to pay two hundred dollars and plus put on a six-month conditional release order when he appeared in the burn Murray magistrate's court jones was charged with possessing a controlled weapon after he was seen waving the 70 centimeter sword in parkland their big swamp in april or maybe this isn't washington i don't know what wa is um he claimed he uh then threw it on the ground in an effort to break it and make it less dangerous yeah the kids will love playing with that um jones previously told the court he was joking when he told police he was in jedi training police said the sword would be taken to the tip and crushed by a bulldozer good should lock his ass up for good keep good measure but Ah. okay all right man we'll talk to y'all tomorrow not sure what time we'll do the show because karen's gonna be on uh project fandom Mm -hmm. talking about that strain Mm -hmm. like you guys like but we will be we do plan on doing the show tomorrow so um until then i love you i love you too